Welcome, everybody, to The Detectress on The Detectress, episode four. I'm here with my guest co-host, Carl. How are you doing, Carl, today? I'm very well, thank you, Katie. How are you? I'm brilliant, thank you. Super excited, super Christmassy, and super happy that we've got our VIP guest back. We've got Ellie, Miss Detectress. How are you doing, Ellie? Hello. Hello, Hi, I'm very well. How are you? Ah, so good, thank you for asking. Very excited. Can't wait to see what Santa brings me. Hopefully lots of things off my detecting list. I'm getting excited. (laughs) Jumpers on. Yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, let's describe our outfits of the day. We've got very Christmassy. Ellie, do you want to describe your jumper for the listeners? I've got a very jazzy number on. It's got a bit of gold sparkle to it. It matches. It's got red and gold and black and it matches my ring. I'm wearing my Georgian gold ring, which I got back from the flow just a couple of weeks ago got the red nails rocking as well so i'm ready ready for a christmas party and carl you have got most wonderful head attire (laughs) you're rocking yourself i've got my santa hat on because i don't own a christmas jumper but i am wearing a rather festive plaid shirt yeah and um Lovely black nail varnish. (laughs) (laughs) We are ready to party. And I've gone kind of Nordic Scandinavian, I think, with my jumper. It's just one of those grey and white jobbies with the uh, reindeer on. So, yes, nice and warm. Swedish. Swedish Swedish look. I've gone for the Swedish, absolutely. But very excited and uh, very excited to review. We're now on episode four already. I can't believe it episode four of the detectress and this is titled power and this first aired on the 23rd of october 2014 so long ago um and i'm feeling a bit nervous because yeah at the end of the last episode it was all up in the air wasn't it and we'd seen literally quite literally yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah terry was up in the air wasn't he somewhere (laughs) flying around so yeah we had The um, we had the Sophie and Becky confrontation where Sophie got drenched. Becky did a right job on yeah. her. A waste of three pints. Yeah, actually, you're right. In this uh, economical mm. climate as well, that's a waste, isn't it? Three pints, that's at least £27,000, as we discussed last episode <laughs> in London <Yeah>. Prices. <laughs> and then, of course, Becky's going through some stuff, isn't she? We saw her. And... She is. She'd found the beer mat and she'd taken the pregnancy test and we don't quite know what's going on, but she ordered an orange juice when she went to the pub. So we can only suspect one thing. And then, of course, the episode finalised. So we didn't know what had happened. There had been an explosion. Terry had gone down to that paddock that nobody should have been in and, uh, yeah, whacked his spade (laughs) right on top of some kind of ordinance. There was an explosion, so we don't know what's happening. And we we open, don't we, with Andy? Um, Such a good this opening <laughs> opening just scene is so good. I love it because it, so it, it just looks like he's outside detecting. It's filmed so beautifully. <laughs> it does. It sounds like. Have you seen there's a? If you go on BBC iPlayer, you can actually look read the scripts. Yeah, and oh. you can read Mackenzie Crooks kind of. Um, directions to the camera etc he says on there um the camera shows the the blue sky behind him as if he's outside and then and then you realize they're actually in this 
fantastic (laughs) really clever i need to go in i haven't looked at that that's fantastic and that's just on the iplayer or on the bbc website yeah it's lovely it's got little directions even things like the the sound of the dunnock singing or the sound of the wren even you know all those kind of natural things that we are slightly missing with our um appraisal of the podcast because it's those silent moments Mm. that we're not there's no dialogue yeah but he he's actually put those into the into the script notes Uh it's quite interesting to read oh i like that i look forward to what you're going to share with us ellie that you've noted down from that as well so yeah that's really good point and in in the blue sky behind and you do you think he's detecting you think well what's he doing because you know what's happened to terry and then the the camera pans around doesn't it and there's terry (laughs) in his hospital bed he's not looking too bad is he he's got one heavily plastered leg he's looking a lot better than we thought he would do you'd Mm, think he'd be like it'd be blown into pieces major lucky escape there i think that's like the worst thing that could happen isn't it i mean all of us yeah uh it's quite quite an interesting scene for me as a as a newbie because they raise the fact that um he sort of talks about oh this is detecting lesson number one i've i've blown it and and oh i haven't i'm done detecting school can someone (laughs) fill me in (laughs) i am not low we were saying that weren't we because on the previous episode where sophie goes is that a thing and andy goes no we were like maybe it should be a thing <laughs> detecting school well, 101 but it's funny because he mentions it and then the question and it's like what is that and that's it so you thought you thought that um detecting whilst out in a thunderstorm was a no-no <laughs> obviously there's two number yeah, one there's rules. at least two we yeah. know there are two but if there are any more perhaps we need people to so we need to start writing start writing the rule book okay? yeah well mr health and safety should do it <laughs> don't really want to find out the hard way on that yeah. one <laughs> no absolutely not absolutely not so yeah uh terry's looking all right i noticed he had a little bit of scratches around his eye and then he's his leg and what's going on is andy is scanning his leg and going oh yeah there's definitely something in there still and terry's like i knew it because he's having a bit of pain and a bit of trouble isn't he and he's saying no there's definitely yeah. some shrapnel still in there i've I... seen this before on facebook where people have people's dogs have swallowed something and they've you know all their really? child has swallowed something and they've just checked oh Is there wow. anything when... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe it's... they got that idea from here yeah it's funny when andy says it's coming up as a small bronze coin <laughs> I actually quite like the idea of like the, the bomb going off and but instead of it like shrapnel from the bomb, there'll, there'll have been a little coin next to it or something and that's probably the thing that's lodged in his Yeah, life. that <laughs> thing that's in there. That's, that's a really good I didn't hear him say that. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does. Um so yeah, they're t- they're talking and uh he's saying, you know, you've got to be careful because um, you won't be able to detect like that. You need to get it out. That's what um, he's saying, isn't it? And then Russell's saying that's that's why Barry Sheen had to call it a day. <laughs> I had to look that up. That reference. Oh, tell me, because I, I didn't look it up. What is I, it? I was I was going to, but I didn't in the end because I didn't think it would actually mean anything. Oh, it does. So I'm oh. going to fill you in. <gasps> okay. So basically, Barry Sheen was a world champion motorcycle racer in the 70s and 80s. Really dishy as well. I saw some pictures of him. And <laughs> quite a style icon. You know, really cool. Yeah. And he, his career, he was just going from strength to strength. And then he got knocked out completely by a leg injury. Um, he, I think his bike crashed into another bike that had fallen on the, on the track. 
and he he couldn't he couldn't race anymore. So he was he was this kind of style icon that got um, knocked out early in his career oh. by a leg injury. Oh. So that was, yeah, very good. Thank Every you. day is a school there. It is. I love this. This is. I'm learning so much. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> so then Russell. So Russell gets a lot of lines in this episode, doesn't he? Which is good. And he's taken the mick about Mr. Health and Safety, and it had to happen to Mr. Health and Safety. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Terry's not happy. You can only laugh at that if something really bad didn't happen. But yeah, yeah. once once you know he's all right, then yeah. you can start the, the mickey taking can start. Yeah, before. it helps with the recovery, doesn't it? A bit. <laughs> A bit of taking a mickey. <laughs> uh, and then Hugh's asking about what type of bomb it was and Lance was explaining it's just your basic Luftwaffe incendiary device. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his uh, encyclopedic knowledge coming out again, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And the lesson is, what's the lesson? The lesson is not to not dig don't up the bombs. Don't detonate Yeah. The, bombs. the lesson <laughs> is don't detonate the bombs. <laughs> You've got to ask yourself how that actually happened, haven't you? I mean, you must have struck it with the spade or I don't know. Yeah. So at the end of the last episode, I think it cuts, doesn't it? Just as Terry's like about to really wallop his spade in. Yeah. And that must have been the point of contact that set it off. Ooh. I dread to think. I mean, there's loads of that stuff down here on the beach, the beaches that it washes up the ordnance. So um, it's, it's scary, actually, because it looks so benign. It doesn't look like anything anymore. Yeah. And then still live. Yeah. You can never like, tell, can you? You can never tell. You can never tell. And when you see when people have actually found these things and then they do the controlled detonation, you know, some of them really go with a bang, don't they? So, yeah. Yeah. So, oof. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be a Terry. Don't be a Terry, people. Don't be a Terry, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Terry, his confidence is rocked, isn't it? He's saying he thinks it's time to hang up his detector and he's going to, yeah. like, give up his pre presidency of the metal detecting club. He's just, like, over it, which is quite a shock, isn't it? Um, and then he immediately suggests to Andy that he thinks he should be the president or he wants to put him forward to be the president of the club you know get stuff done um which was quite surprising wasn't it i feel a bit sorry for andy at that moment because he sort of says well i'll leave it to you lot to decide but i would put andy forward it's like oh, yeah. i didn't really have much chance to say no, did we? it's one of those situations isn't it where you just have to gulp and go mm, <laughs> think about it, it. yeah <laughs> Oh dear. So then, yeah, um, he says he'll get the, the jobs done. And then, yeah, Terry's just like not having it. And he doesn't want to be uh, his rib to be poke anymore, does he? He's like, nope, get out. He wants them to go on his way. He wants to rest up. So everybody starts to leave. And then Hugh, bless him. Oh, I love this bit. <laughs> little nervous Hugh turns around. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you know that bit of shrapnel? And then even before he can finish saying what he's saying, Terry's like, it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> That's just horrible though, isn't it? What a horrible thing. He just wants to oh. finish shrapnel. It's very funny, very funny. Um, so, yeah, they all leave the hospital. And then you cut to um, Andy and Lance sitting under a lovely tree having a spot of lunch. And Andy sort of, you know, he's asking, why me? Why did he say me? Why did he put me forward? Um, Lance is quite excited by the prospect, isn't he? Yeah, he loves it. He loves that idea, doesn't he? And he says it's because he's doing an archaeology degree, so he thinks he sounds more credible. Mm. But um, and he starts sort of talking about this idea of power and 
influence over the, you know, over the club. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, a dirty smear campaign. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Andy has to correct him the same yeah. it's just a smear campaign you're thinking of a dirty protest <laughs> yeah that is quite funny it's really yeah. funny it's quite interesting the, the politics is creeping in there isn't it it's mm, like yeah. you know it seems like such a sort of calm and small club very nothing but actually underneath the surface there's all this these sort of struggles for you know the museums and the the groups that are rivals and mm. you know who's going to be first to find the big thing and yeah. so it's all starting to creep in isn't it that idea of politics it is exactly they need to expand their influence to oust the antique researchers so that, that's lance's number one priority in life isn't it at the moment apart from getting maggie back um, did you see the magazine that he's reading under there Yes, it's so oh, no. clever what they did with that, wasn't it? I yeah, they've adapted the the logo so it says treasure the treasure searcher. So it's like a kind of ah, like a hybrid I, of the like two. Like a treasure biggies. hunter and the searcher. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I completely missed that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll you watch it. Treasure searcher. <laughs> I just thought that was so so cool, so clever that they did that. Nice thing to do. Yeah. A bit like how they spreaded the wealth with the. Uh, with the detector models yeah. as well. It's a little nod of acknowledgement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well spotted, Ellie. Um, so, yeah, they're saying, then they obviously, uh, with that magazine, I thought it was funny the way he showed Andy something, didn't he? And, like it was a dirty mag or something, and he was like, oh, and it was obviously some bit of treasure that somebody had found that was in the magazine. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then they continue to chat, uh, chat and they're talking about the fact they need to get back down to Bishop's Place, don't they? Um, again, it's similar to the last episode where there's all this urgency, but then when it comes to it, actually, and this happens to all of us in our metal detecting lives, you've got other stuff going on. So nothing can be that urgent, yeah. really. It's hard to tie it together when you're working with a buddy, like times yeah. when you can both. And it must be in that situation where you've scored the permission together and you really need to stick together, then it becomes quite tough to, yeah. you know, mm. to like align. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they're talking about what they can do that week. Andy's saying he's working a lot. And then Lance specifically says, don't go down there without me. <laughs> mm. It's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this episode sort of turns now, doesn't it? It pivots <laughs> quite dark. Yes. It's all... Thanks for giving me this one, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it, I was like, oh, this is tense. This is tense all the way through. <laughs> so tense. Um, so, yeah, Lance, Lance is quite, although he's not great at managing his own life and things, I think he's quite a people watcher. So he's like inquiring, isn't he, as to how Becky is. Is she okay? Um, after the other night, obviously, with what happened with Sophie. And Andy thinks, oh, yeah, she's getting better. And he said he thought Becky was drunk because she was being sick the next day. And you get yeah. this bit yeah. of a look. I, I rewound it and saw Lance's face. And Lance kind of looks ah. from side to side. And he's like, all right. Yeah, she didn't seem drunk. And Andy's like, no, she was. She was sick the yeah, next Andy's day. Yeah, Andy's just like away with the fairies. He's just not, not, he's just <laughs> not aware at all, is he? No. 
No, he's got no idea. He's just like, oh, no, she's fine. She was drunk. She was sick the next day. Nothing else comes into it. Um, and then they start talking about quiz night. And uh, Lance is like, oh, good. I'm glad she's feeling better because we need Becky's geography knowledge on the quiz. And of course, Andy <laughs> says he wants to invite Sophie. <laughs> and I remember at this point thinking, is he mad? <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. Like, mate, just leave it. <laughs> You're literally a few days away from the, the beer soaking. Yes. Just don't go there. Just let let, let it lie. <laughs> let it be calm. Don't mention the S word, the Sophie word. <laughs> um, but Andy wants Sophie and Becky to be friends. He's absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Lance is kind of like, well, good luck with that one. <laughs> oh, dear. And then we cut now. Um, they've obviously toddled off home and uh, Andy is back at Becky's school. He's trying to be a good boyfriend, isn't he? And he's carrying a big box of uh, treats that Becky's being given by her pupils. Um, yeah. Which yeah, I always find quite funny. That's quite a relatively new thing, isn't it? I'll say new thing. I'm quite old. But as a kid, I never took in. I remember maybe doing a thank you right. card or something. It was, but... it was traditionally an apple you take, isn't it? And then <laughs> it got started being gifts. And I, get, I bet teachers think, oh, you know, what am I going to do with all this stuff? I'd rather just, I'd honestly rather just have the cash alternative. <laughs> I think we used to do that when our, with our child, our children's primary school had like a collection instead mm. and you just chuck a fiver in or whatever and then yeah. they got 150 quid. Yeah. Brilliant. When they can I... go, out for a, go out for a meal or whatever, can't they then? Yeah. Rather than... I think it puts pressure on parents. That's why they don't do it. So they will oh. end up with a mug. Oh. <laughs> Just imagine a teacher's like open their cupboard doors and it's just all mugs from children over <laughs> <Yeah>. the years. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, they're they're chatting and um what are they saying? They're talking about quiz night, aren't they? And Becky's very yeah. very upfront. She says she doesn't want to get to know her. She's a floozy. <laughs> a dolly a dolly bird and a floozy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Sadly derogatory because it's so old school, isn't it? It's much worse than anything modern that you can say. <laughs> Did you see that she had um she's wearing a, a, a shirt with tiny magpies all over it? Oh no. Oh, no, I didn't yeah, spot that. Yeah. As she comes out of the school, she's wearing a shirt with magpies. And it's a kind of theme, visual theme that you see running through the and you hear in the song obviously later on as well, the mm. magpie song. Yeah. Um, I, I was looking up about magpies because we were talking about uh, folklore and stuff mm. uh, with the theme tune. And um, I was reading that magpies are really quite interesting birds with folklore because they are um, they're considered to be an omen of luck, but it's not clear whether it's good luck or bad luck. It depends oh. on where your local tales. And um, because they can be playful and resourceful, but they also can be tricksters or thieves. Ooh. And it's kind of quite interesting with this whole story playing out with Sophie. Like, I mean, we'll see later in this episode whether she brings luck mm. or bad luck. Mm. Indeed, yeah. yeah. I suppose that's where this, because the song comes in, doesn't it? One for sorrow, yeah. two, for sorrow two for joy. Two for joy, yeah, for for boy. Yeah. I was in fact I was at work today and I was teaching somebody that because we were there were there were like loads of magpies and we we're trying to count how many there were and oh. I was trying to get to like I think there were eleven in the end but I, I know the song only goes up to ten so I don't know what the eleventh yeah. one means. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've got a friend that got so like into that thing. 
that they actually it was starting to stress them out <laughs> and they've had to they've had to kind of blank the rhyme from their mind because i think magpies tend to tr pair up and they so one for sorrow two for joy so at least if you see two you're going to be it's happy to, and apparently yeah, yeah. they do stick in pairs pretty much for life yeah they mate for life. I don't know if there's only Sweet. ever one of them you have to say good morning to it. Good morning, Mr. Magpie. Oh, do you? Yeah, okay. that's something you always Because so, uh -huh. if it's on its own, yeah, you say good morning for good luck. See, okay. around these parts, yeah. you have to say, hey, Mr. Magpie, how's the wife? So, oh, yeah, it's oh, good morning. It's really yeah, you can say good morning, Mr. Magpie, how's the wife? Yeah, that's, that's another one, yeah, which yeah. kind of just an extension. Then you see already different local areas got different yeah. folklore around that guys. So. Yeah. So, dear we'll listeners, see. let us know when you hear this episode. Mm -hmm. Write in if you say something different. We want to know. That would be fun to know. <laughs> awesome. Well spotted. Um, so, yeah. And then Andy, again, he puts his foot in it, doesn't he? And he, say, well, he says those words that you never say to your partner. <laughs> but you, he says, you sound like your mum. <laughs> so that goes down really well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's used yeah. the word bluesy. Um, and he very quickly backtracks, saying, you don't sound anything like your mum, oh, it's just because you're using words like bluesy. Digging <laughs> yeah. um, back out that hole you yeah. just dug. <laughs> yeah. A crater-sized hole. Um, so then he starts talking about, um, oh, he's asking what's in the box. She says it's the teacher leaving presents. And then start talking about Terry retiring. And then she, she said, who would be stupid enough to want to be the new president of the Metal Detecting Club? And uh, yeah, quickly cut back to them at, back at home. Andy sat down in a in front of a row of teachers' cups while Becky's going absolutely mental. She's really annoyed, isn't she? Um, because mm. Andy's let on that he's been sort of put forward to be the president and he's considering it. Yeah. Yeah. She's not That's, happy. And it's going to prevent them from spending time together. And it's this is where the sort of, some of the sort of under themes start coming out, like financial pressures. Mm -hmm. They, you know, start. That's what I think is really good about this as a sort of sitcom is it's, uh, it. It has got its light moments and gentle moments, but it's got underneath it this kind of mm, darker, yeah, you know, real life themes. Yeah, okay. and Becky's definitely starting to resent the whole hobby, isn't she? At this point, yeah, maybe a little. I just bit. Look, what one way she says. One line she says that it's like I found really funny, which was something that we spoke about in the first episode, I think it was. And she just says, Coming home smelling of Scout Hall. And we, we were to we were <laughs> yeah, talking we about, about the community hall smell, weren't we? We did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah. She said you're either covered in mud or stinking of scout hall. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's probably not the most attractive now I come to think of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> she's so funny she's, she's got the best lines isn't she um but then there's you know there's the under underlying love for each other and she's just saying she's just disappointed she really was looking forward to some holiday and yeah you said early there's a financial position isn't there because he's still studying for his archaeological mm -hmm. degree and just doing temporal work so they can't really afford it and then he promises as soon as they find the ship burial he'll take her wherever she wants if that was me, I would have lost it at that point. But she's really good. She's like, okay. I'd be like, oh, don't you start with all that. You know, I'd be, that would be that would be my trigger word. 
but um but yeah she's very very understanding isn't she which sort of makes the whole thing that's playing out in the background with sophie even worse yes exactly exactly and then we cut to our familiar scene where we see andy doing something that sort of relates back and looks like metal detecting doesn't it so this time Mm. what's, what's he up to this time He's out painting white lines, isn't he? The line marking. Yeah. Pushing the line. It's yeah. it's a it's a sort of loosely metal detecting related one, isn't it? It's got the slow yeah. plod. Headphones yeah. on. It's not Headphones as much on. of a, as a, of a swing he's got going. Like <laughs> In fact, no. last episode is the only one that doesn't have a, where he's doing a job in it. Well, oh, I say, really? it's been the only one so far that he hasn't shown him doing a job. Mm, yeah, mm. you're right. There wasn't. We'll have anything. to look again because I bet there'll be something hidden away that we haven't noticed. Be. Yeah, yeah. Do some kind Maybe of something. revisit. Yeah, but he <laughs> finds a tempe anyway as he's going along, um, painting the white lines, and then he he does his classic and takes his phone out of his pocket, and then it switches over to Lance's driving the TR7, singing along with his uh, beautiful, massive, bulky, <laughs> chunky Bluetooth headset on. <laughs> and I was yeah. just like. Whoa. So old school. <laughs> yeah. So funny. <laughs> Remember that yeah, like a salesman. Like a travelling salesman from the night from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They seem so ancient already, don't they? So he yeah. answers the phone and it's and he's obviously on the other end saying, you know, can we go down to Bishop's place? And he said he can't because he's taking Mags and her mum to bingo again. And Andy again is saying, Oh, she's using you, mate. Um, but he's not having any of it. He's uh, promised, and so he's going to stick to his word. So good on Lance for doing that, even though he's a bit of a doormat at this point. Um, and Andy's like, oh, I changed my shift. Um, but he can't. But Lance can do tomorrow. So we think all oh, well, all is well and good, don't we? And uh, Andy hangs up, but then you hear the little ringtone, the old-fashioned style ringtone. And Andy answers his phone, and it's Sophie. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, Sophie. Yeah. Sophie is sat in a little single bedroom, isn't she, on her bed? And there's a metal detector behind her, and she's pleased as punch and letting Andy know she's got her detector. Which yeah. I don't recognise that one. Do you guys? Is it like just some kind of like one of the Chinese makes? That... I don't. It's either that or don't, don't didn't Garrett have a black one? Didn't they do the Etsy Pro that was black? Well, well, she got... calls it a technetics Eurotech. Technetics. I mean, yeah. That sounds like technetics Eurotech. That I don't know. Is that an actual one? I don't recognise it. it sounds like a homemade thing. <laughs> um, sounds like an Googling. Amazon special. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It sounds like an Amazon special, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Oh, there's a few on there. What is? It is a machine. Sorry, Technetics. Sorry, Technetics. It is. It does look very much like my first Amazon yeah. special one, though, I have to say. It might be that one we all start out with. I still haven't got my first one out of the cupboard. I need to get it out of the cupboard to see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's got it. She's gone ahead and got a second hand one, hasn't she? Yeah, basically she's itching to get in on the, the treasure hunting scene. Um, so she's like, you know, when are we going out? And of course, Andy can't say no to Sophie, can he, at this point? And he's like, oh, funny you should say that. This is, this is where he starts making these poor decisions. I mean, he's already made a few, hasn't he? But mm-hmm. he's now 
bloody fighting them now. He's actively doing things he said he yeah. won't. He's, you know, he's, he's defying his friend that's just said no. Yeah. He knows he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. And he's off he goes. Off he so, trots. Yeah. He's not in a good just place. Feel is he? It all starting to build up, <laughs> can't you? You can't. So uh, we cut to the next scene and Andy is looking into the big crater left behind by the explosion that Terry was uh, part of. And it's a big old crater, isn't it? It was definitely a big old bang that went off. So Terry's mm. a very lucky lucky man. And Sophie says as such, saying, you know, he was lucky. I'd be straight in there wanting to get in there because all that disturbed soil, you'd be like, oh. But then, of course, yeah. you can't because there might still be something under that. But it's like yeah. the perfect opportunity, isn't it, to have a look? It's like freshly yeah. flowered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, she's waving around her swanky new detector saying, you know, showing herself off like, oh, look at me, look at me. And uh, Andy says, oh, yeah, you look the part. You just need to get your camouflage now. <laughs> so she is saying, you know. Why do everybody wear? Why does everyone wear camouflage? And he says that it's to hide from the predators. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if I see many folk in camouflage these days. Do you oh, when you're out? I, do. You? I see do you. Yeah, I wear yeah. a lot of it was the, it was the thing I really noticed yeah. when I first joined the hobby because coming from a fashion background and camouflage mm. camo is like a cool, you know, it's cool yeah. in some in small doses. It can be really cool. But like some people just wear camo on camo, you know, like the hood, the snood, the hoodie, the the, the gilet, yeah. the trousers, everything's camo. It's like, what are you, <laughs> me? You know, no one's going to be, no one, you know. <laughs> I think one of the good things is though, you can get like um, ex-army camo jackets, but they're all, they're all Gore-Tex yeah. as well. So they're, yeah, they're really waterproof and breathable. And they're I very think that's cheap what it is. I don't to, like, think it's about you, being invisible. You don't want to spend like, <laughs> that's the thing, you either spend like 300 quid on a, a nice coat that's just mm. going to get full of mud, or you can spend 70 quid on a Gore-Tex ex-army yeah. camo jacket for, I don't know, 60 quid. And yeah, I think that's probably why. But you know, the more I do this hobby, I realise it actually is quite handy to be invisible because... <laughs> You don't really want people seeing you bowling through fields because they think, what are you yeah. doing? But you know you've got permission to yeah. be there. So it's actually quite nice to be low-key yeah. and yeah. blend in. Good to know. So now I can kind of right see it now. I can see why <laughs> I'm changing. We're going to get you in head-to-toe camo by the end of this series. I've, got, I've already got a few. I've got a few accessories, <laughs> which I like to add to your black outfit. There you go. I haven't gone head to yet. <laughs> um, I know what you mean because sometimes I'll be like in a field that I've got permission to be in, and you see someone looking, don't you? And you immediately, well, I do. I immediately feel guilty, and I'm like, but I know I've got permission. <laughs> yeah, I know I've got permission yeah. to be yeah. here because you know, even if they if they come over, you've got to then have that conversation. Like, well, what are you doing? Have you got permission to be here? who's a, yeah. you know it's like oh what you found I just want to get on with what yeah you're doing. exactly <laughs> i always just go straight to my like cruddy pocket and go oh look there's a nail <laughs> all this <laughs> and, they're like, yeah. oh, and then they're satisfied and go away again a lot of my a lot of my fields uh, yeah do that you've got to go into that pocket uh, a lot of my fields around here are like okay. next within the village kind of around the village but luckily um 
I used to write for the village magazine, so everybody knows who I am. So it's okay. So they leave me alone. Oh, that's yeah. good. You're a, You're a killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she can't be up to anything dodgy. Um, so yeah. then, yeah, uh, they carry on, and Andy starts trying to explain to Sophie a little bit about her detector and what discrimination means and the settings it needs to be, and you know, to ignore the iron. And then he's talking about ground balance and. Sophie at this point couldn't be less interested because she she just wants to get cracking. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she literally bamboozled and just wants to, she just wants the treasure. Yeah. And she also, so. I also find it funny as like a newbie. You see her walking off in the background. She's holding a texture up, and the coil is just completely at the wrong angle. So if she was to put it on the ground, she'd find nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. With the uh, with the cable all loose and everything as well, so she'll be yeah. detecting her own cable. <laughs> um, so yeah, mm. she's like, yeah, boring. Uh, and and he's like, hang on, you know, what's happened to you? And she's like, just set it to treasure, Mona, and let's get rich. <laughs> and she just wants to get going. Yeah. So um, they start searching. Andy and so- Sophie are both searching, and then all of a sudden you get a different point of view, don't you? And you realise, hmm, somebody's watching them from a distance, aren't they? Somebody's spying on them. Um, So yeah, you're not really quite sure what's going on. We get this kind of bit where it's going to and from them detecting and then back to Lance, who's sat in his car, isn't he? Waiting obviously for Maggie and her mum to come out of the bingo hall. So then I just felt really sorry for Lance again at this point. I keep feeling sorry for him. No. Yeah, it's like it's, so it's like a relationship that's being cheated on. Yeah, like, even just them two having having the relationship and yeah, the, what the one of them just doing something sneaky behind the backs. Yeah, double whammy. And the other one just not knowing anything about it. Mm. So Lance has specifically said, "Please don't do that." So yeah, he's, he's cheating on his detecting buddy, and then he's out with Sophie again, which you really shouldn't be doing without Becky's knowledge. So double um, cheating. Double cheating. Bad, bad, Andy. <laughs> what are you doing, mate? <laughs> He's going to get in trouble. We know that. Um, so, yeah, they're digging around, not having much luck. And it cuts to Sophie. And she's so funny the way she sort of gets a signal and sort of digs down, doesn't she, with like a, a hand digger and then just produces this big mm. old bit of barbed wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you see what she did with she it? Locks it. Locks it. it in the head. No, how bad. Can we just say right now that is not no. cool. No, <laughs> say no to hedge if you fodder. Did, if you did get take it on with you, exactly. take it away. Exactly. Bad Sophie. Yes. Immediately, I don't like her. Now, <laughs> there we go. Finally, <laughs> Nelly's bad books. <laughs> yeah, that's not a cool thing to no. do. I mean, it, ah, no. no, never, never a good thing to do. No. no, on so many levels as well because like. Hedges are like old and ancient in themselves in most cases, aren't they? And then all the wildlife in there. And then, you know, you want to get in there and do a bit of Victorian bottle dump hunting as well, don't you? You don't want to be wading through all the bits yeah, of tractor. Yeah, don't want to be wading through bits of barbed yeah. wire. Yeah, not, not cool. cool. Not cool there at we all. There go. <laughs> we don't like nothing at all now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then we see Lance again drinking tea in his car because he's still waiting. Um, and then Sophie looks over towards Andy and she does a bit of a double take, doesn't she? Because there's a rainbow at this point. 
um, yeah. with Andy being at the end of the rainbow. And that is, it seems kind of cliche, but it has, this month there's been so many rainbows. I've taken hundreds of pictures of them and they are, they mm. are there. You know, when you're out, you see those fleeting things that you would miss if you were inside. But I suppose it is kind of quite sort of, it's a bit of a prophecy, isn't it? Because you take a picture of him and then, yeah. you know, and then immediately he find, he makes his find. Yeah. 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 So she goes over because he's found a signal and he's dug it up and we see he gently brushes away the dirt and then you see that glint of gold, don't you? Mm. And he picks it up. And yeah, he's found gold. And it's annoying because we don't actually get to see it that well. But mm. I, I've got, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> We're I all going to say it. Looks it looks like a gold hammered coin. It's a noble. <laughs> it's not a. It, yeah, that's what I thought. And then he calls. A, he, he says it's a stator letter. It's a stator, and that's such it's, a rookie error. And I know yeah. that you yeah. got that wrong. I don't understand. I, I doubted myself when I thought that, but yeah, now you two think it as well. I think you've got it wrong because that. Yeah. And Lance's surname is Stater. It's like. Yeah. Mackenzie Crook definitely will know what a stator looks like it's so iconic and such a beautiful thing to find and also yeah. quite kind of i guess not too dissimilar to the timeline they're looking at with that saxon i mean celtic is saxon then celtic right help sophie celtic celtic, celtic then saxon i, I just called you celtic, sophie yeah celtic let me call sophie hang on <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Celtic and then Celtic. Saxon. Yeah, yeah. Celtic, Celtic and then Saxon. Saxon. So, okay. yeah. so it's not too dissimilar in time zone, sort of. Yeah, I mean, the, the noble's that? much lighter, isn't it? Uh, later, not lighter. But it was yeah. definitely yeah. the noble. No, the noble's I, completely different. I wrote millennium. it down. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's a different size. It's much larger, it's much flatter. If there's and something there was, gone wrong some... with there's more detail on it as well, and I I noticed all the detail. Mm. And obviously, you can't you, you don't get to see it properly, but you can see that there's something on it. And the, on the stairs, you can there's it's so crude the coins. Mm. They've never been that. Much and they're detail also on sort them. of chunky no. little units, aren't they? Where yeah. a, a, a hammered coin is, but in its nature, flat. It's like yeah. a different beast, isn't it? And yeah, yeah. but. Maybe, maybe that's why you don't get to see it though, because you don't even get to see it when he shows it lamps. No. So, no. You just see no, it. But you see enough. Something... I think if we all thought the same thing, I think you see enough to know that either the props department made a mistake or someone's, someone's fibbing. Someone's fibbing or someone's got it. Yeah. It's like the word means or I don't know. I mean, Andy wouldn't have, Andy, this is first, Andy's first gold, right? So it's not like you'd have a stator and have found a noble and then being deceitful saying he'd found a stator, but what service, you know, what what would that do for the sort of hiding things from Lance? What purpose would that serve? I don't get it. I think it's a big boo-boo. No. We're going to have to Google boo-boo. this, aren't we? See if anyone else has yeah. chatted yeah, about it. Yeah, we need it. to find this out. We need to find this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when Andy pulls the gold coin out... Sophie's yeah. like, oh, my God, you found your gold. He says, I found my gold. And then she grabs him and kisses him square yeah. on the lips. He doesn't go, what are you doing? I oh. know, 
right. He just takes it and then sort of longingly stares at her for a second afterwards before staring back down at his gold. What yeah. is Andy doing? I think that Becky was right last week when she said he's going through his midlife crisis. Bad decisions all around. And, that, and that's when you can, um, that's when it really focuses in on the, the person spying through some kind of lens at them. Yes, mm. exactly that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've been witnessed. Yeah, mm-hmm. who's watching? Who's they've watching just witnessed that. Yeah, mm. what's going on? Yeah. Something fishy going on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so he's found this gold coin that we all think looks like a noble. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, he goes off to, well, before they leave there, we see the MOD turning up, don't we? And he goes, uh-oh, I think we're in trouble. Um, yeah. And the army boys have turned up, yeah, saying that, well, we find out when he goes to Lance's place, he goes into the flat and Lance is making a nice cup of tea and he's all in a happy mood, poor Lance, and it's about to change. Um, and he tells him he's got good news and bad news. So he tells him what the MOD has said, that they can't go in that area because they need to do, you know, some more scans and make sure there's no more bombs around anything like that. So he's like, uh, how did you find this out? Did you find Bishop? And then he went, well, no. And here's the good news. And Andy's like, please, is punched with himself, isn't he? And at this point, this is when he shows him the gold, which now is a gold stator. Um, and you can see Lance's confusion, can't you? He's kind of like, mm, what's going on? Uh, and he's like, hang on a minute. Uh, you went there without me. And you can see, can't you? And I would feel the same, I think, if my detecting partner had gone off secretly. Especially like a site like that where you know you're trying to find some special ship burial and you think there's treasure there. Just heartbreaking. And then he's he's like, well, I didn't think you'd mind. And we, and then, you know, that's the the twist of the knife, isn't it? And he's like, we? (laughs) He's like, well, yeah, me and Sophie, she got a detector, didn't think you'd mind. Andy, what's going on in your brain? Of course he would mind. And Lance says as much, doesn't he? He's like, you can see he's cut yeah. up. He's like, I do mind. Yeah. I do mind you went there with her and you found your first gold with her, not me. Mm. Literal detectorist cheating has happened, hasn't it? And he asked him to Awful. do the gold dance there in the kitchen then. Yeah. And he says, yeah. no, I'm not going to do it here. Mm. That's like quite a humiliating thing to ask someone to do, isn't it? Go on then, do the dance, do it right now, do it in front of me. <laughs> and then he's like, well, Get out then. Get out of that. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, cutting. Oh. Best mates. It's all falling apart at the seams. Um, so Andy just looks a bit confused, doesn't he? You can tell he's just not thought about anything other than his own feelings mm. and excitement and his own agenda at this point and so well, the best Andy can do is he's walking out the door is check back to make sure that Lance is going to the quiz and uh yeah he doesn't say sorry he doesn't say no nothing um so yeah Lance is in the middle of pouring his tea down the sink kicking him out and he says no he's not going to do his quiz with him um he's going to get his own quiz team together and then to make it a bit spicy um he's going to stand for club president and actually Whoever loses on the quiz has to pull out of the presidency race. Mm. So it's all getting very nasty now, isn't it? And then doesn't he also say, and out of the club? Oh, and out of the club as well. I missed that bit. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he does. And that's quite a lot at stake then, isn't it? It is, yeah. Big time. So, yeah, Lance is uh, 
hitting out, but you can tell his little heart is broken um, by what Andy's done. Um, so Andy scurries off and um, we see the pub quiz and we can see that Lance is sat there and I'm thinking at the time, who's this going to be? I'm wondering at this point before I see it, is he going to go with Becky? But then surely Becky's going to have to go with Andy. Um, and you see Lance sitting there and it's, he's with Maggie, isn't he? And then over comes Tony as well. So things can't be bad enough <laughs> for Lance. No. I mean, this is just the most tense quiz you could imagine. There's like tensions within the teams, the tensions between the teams. Yeah. It's like supposed to be fun, but it's like you can just feel yeah. it, can't you? Yeah. 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 There's not enough alcohol at this point in this pub <laughs> to try and make everyone happy again. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Lance is sitting with Maggie and Tony and they start. Um, taking the mick out of him and his tr7 bless him don't they and uh, tony's talking about it being a penis extension and then there's all these different jokes that tony's calling out lance and obviously you know he's a new boyfriend mean poor lance so mean mm. and just so vulgar he's tony is just so vulgar yeah. isn't he he's like everything like there's a little scene where he they're outside smoking oh. and then he just gets up for no reason just walks over the table it's like mate such a knob it's not just that as well it's like it, it's the stance that he had when he was smoking like with yeah. his leg up on there yeah. and he had like his, he had his arm <laughs> on his knee yeah. <laughs> we are all unanimous in that opinion <laughs> <laughs> someone said on the you know there's this detectorist series facebook yeah. group someone was saying in there the other day um oh i really does anyone else agree i really like that tony guy i'd like to go for a drink with him he seems like a really oh, good bloke no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i'm oh. gonna go back just for the comments <laughs> on that one <laughs> brilliant oh it's amazing um so then yeah becky and andy walk into the pub and uh andy's trying to explain what's happening with lance and the fact that lance is going to be on a different team so becky's not happy now um because obviously floozy sophie's going to be on the team and just as she's talking about floozy sophie sophie walks in doesn't she right in front of them she's like floozy who <laughs> oh god oh it's getting so awkward for Andy now this moment, oh, no. isn't it? It's like it just gets worse and yeah. worse. Because they're like, they've got the claws out, these two, haven't Passive they? aggressive yeah. in each other. They are passive aggressive, like <laughs> really hard, so aren't good. they? And he's just sat in the middle, just <laughs> drinking small, small. It's so good, but my money's going to be on Becky all day, every day. I'll tell you that for free. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So she's, um, she's saying, she's apologizing, Becky, to Sophie about pouring. Uh, pints of lager over her head three pints in fact and uh, she's like it was an accident, it was an accident. <laughs> so yes. it's like it's okay it happens all the time <laughs> but it's a, it's another it's another point uh, i mentioned it in the last episode where andy forgets bex's name again when he's when they're introducing him oh i didn't notice that <laughs> that's so bad yeah Gosh, he's terrible, he just, isn't he? He just makes it worse for himself every time. He's just, he I does, think at this does. point, he's so on edge because he just knows it's about to kick off, doesn't he? He just knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so then, yeah, you see Tony and Maggie sort of scurry off to have their Siggy, which you spoke about there, and Tony's uh, man stance, yeah. should I call it. <laughs> yeah, on the bench. Yeah. And they're just kind of not even talking to each other, are they? They're both like frozen, smoking, yeah. staring off into the distance. And then they hear the quiz is being announced, so they sort of scurry in. Um, so they go in and Becky and Sophie are chatting to each other. And this is real cattiness, isn't it? This is what you're talking about, where they start talking about. And uh, she's talking about, oh, her ancient history degree. And then she's going, oh, yeah, well, so you teach, don't you, at primary school? So you've got a good all-round general knowledge up until year six. <laughs> so, yes. So she's so like such a cow, isn't she? That Sophie, <laughs> really? Yeah. Like she's we're much younger, and quite honestly, she should be, she should be on the, she should be backpedaling big time after mm. the previous week. She should be making the effort and actually saying, look, you know, I'm really sorry, I overstepped the mark or whatever. There was a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, how can I be your friend? That's what her stance should be. But no, she's like she's rude and and she's sort of like quite disrespectful because she's a lot younger mm. and i don't know but, and andy says i'm sure andy says to sophie at some point that um, that bex has got a geography degree and sophie just looks at her and goes oh well done you <laughs> well, <brilliant. laughs> so well, yeah, so yeah she doubles down doesn't she on the rudeness yeah oh, she's bad she's bad so, yeah, then the, the quiz starts. So we know there's a lot riding on this quiz now, isn't there? There's not only the quiz win, but there's pulling out of the presidency race yeah. and leaving the club, as you mentioned. So, yeah, there's a big, big amount on this quiz. And then the subjects start up. And the first round is a football round. And who's really good at football? <sighs> oh, my Tony. <laughs> He's really good at football. <laughs> Um, and so then another round starts and it's about the lads, Max. So lad mag round. Yeah. Like, yep, who's good at that? Tony. <laughs> Balearic <laughs> Islands round. And then an ITV2 round. <laughs> I love it how he goes, Danka, Sherm. Like, he sounds like, he sounds like Delvoy. He does like, like, Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Which is like... Well, it's funny as well because Balearic Islands are Spain and he speaks yeah. in German. Yeah. yeah, that's it. He just gets it so wrong. It's like, well, it's that kind of thing. It's like so, oh, so British. Oh, Cringe-tastic. So after the ITV2 round, uh, the announcer says it's the astronomy round. And then he starts talking about star signs and things. So what he actually means is astrology round. So all of the yes. <laughs> all of the intelligent folk in the room think they've actually got a chance with the astronomy round, and then it's the astrology round. So yeah, Maggie's well happy at this point, isn't she? Because she's all about mm. star signs. This is her round. She's gonna shine. But we get to the last round, and this is archaeology, and this is where it really gets interesting, doesn't it? Um, and it's about when is Tutankhamun's tomb discovered? Um, yeah. So we're at Andy's table with Becky and Sophie, and Sophie very proudly states it was 1923. She thinks she knows absolutely, but then Becky has to come in and correct her, doesn't she? She goes, "No, no, actually, it was discovered in 1922." And then the punchline being, she did it as a project with her kids at school, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's how she knows. Anyway. Cut to the chase. Uh, the scores are added up and Lance's team wins. So 
Lance has kind of an empty victory, really, doesn't he? Because he knows that his friendship with uh, Andy's on the rocks, yeah. but he won anyway. Um, so then it's funny throughout throughout all that, it just sounds like little cut scenes of them looking at each other. Yeah. Like uh, one one will be looking, and then the other one will look. Yeah. Yeah. So awkward. Oh, yeah. so awkward. Yeah. And and Andy actually tries earlier on when they've gone for a ciggy, doesn't he? And he says to Lance, you know, why don't you just come to our table? You know, you can be on our team. And he calls him a rude word, doesn't he? <laughs> I think he calls him yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. I think that starts this little sort of um. You see this this insult repeating through the series. Oh, then it, yeah. he called him a tosser. I think he did. Call he calls him, him a tosser, tosser and, then, and then he and then he goes, "You tosser," and then they go, "No, you yeah. are." And so yeah. It, you're old boy kind of an argument. Yeah, <laughs> and we know Lance has always got to have the last word, right? So he's not going to give up until yeah. he's had that last word. Um, so, yeah, and then Becky and Andy very quickly leave on that note um, with Sophie sort of wistfully looking after them as they leave. So you're still kind of in two minds at this point about Sophie and her motives, aren't you? And, and why she's being so rude and inserting herself into Becky and Andy's relationship somewhat. Um, so you get Lance, he's uh, driving home and he's practising his presidential candidate speech, isn't he? And talking to himself <laughs> about all the fleeces. Yeah. And he's really hung up on the fleeces, big he time, really isn't he? He wants those fleeces. Yeah. <laughs> he wants those wants that official merch. It's all about the merch. <laughs> we all want our merch. It's, funny. it's like when he was practising his, um, his song introduction in episode two when he's sat on the floor. And he's he's, yeah. he's introducing the song. Yeah, it's kind of like a little flashback to that. Like he always likes yeah. to practice these speeches. Run through it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and then we cut back to um Andy and Becky's house. They've gone home, and it's quite funny this because Andy's cleaning his dais, and he's very lovingly cleaning it, <laughs> almost like you know when you see um farmers cleaning their shop gardens and taking it all to bits and all that kind of stuff. And Becky's like, ooh, do you want me to leave you two alone? <laughs> uh, so it's quite funny. And then she's sort of inquiring more as to why why he's not talking to Lance. And Andy sort of half-fesses up here, doesn't he? He says it's because he went detecting without him. But he doesn't confess mm. that he went detecting one with Sophie. Mm. No. And that he found gold without Lance. He doesn't reveal that to Becky at this point. No, he doesn't. Hmm. So I think he very being very sparing with the truth, isn't he? Yes. And you have to yeah. question why. Um. Why wouldn't he share about the gold? But I guess he figures he can't do that because then you have to share that he was there with Sophie at the same time. Maybe. Not sure. But it's sure going to bite him in the butt well, again. I'd be straight home going. Check out what I found. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to do that yourself, would you? No way. No, no way. I'd be all over the socials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd get my little notification. Hi, she's, <laughs> she's gone live. I'd be like, oh, what she's found. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. Um, so, yeah, he says he went detecting without him. Um, and then uh, he notices, he says to Becky, why aren't you drinking? And they're having a bit of a cuddle at this point, aren't they? And then she says, oh, there's a reason. But then just as she says that, there's a knock at the door. Um, and so Becky's getting up to get the door and you see, you see Andy and I think he was going up the stairs or something and he sort of turns around and goes, what reason? You're not trying to lose weight, are you? And you see Becky going to the door 
there's no one at the door at this point. I think, what's going on? And she sort of looks around, looks down, and there's an envelope. So that's got to be a thing of nightmares, isn't it, when you open the door? Yeah. See an envelope. What a thing it's never going to be anything good. It's is not. It? No. Unmarked envelope on your mat. The yeah. No one to be seen. So she picks up the envelope, um, bearing in mind we all know what she was just about to say to Andy. She uh, pulls out yeah. a picture, an A4 picture at that as well. It's not just some little picture. It's a massive picture, and it's a picture of the moment that Sophie and Andy were kissing, or Sophie had kissed Andy when he'd found his gold. So, yeah. yeah. You, you think Becky's heart's broken, and yet it's confirmed very next minute. She's storming out the house, isn't she? And Andy's running after her. She's slamming and banging the car doors, getting in the car. And he thinks that she's annoyed because Andy doesn't seem to have any knowledge of anything that's going on around him. But uh, he thinks it because he said, why aren't you drinking? And he wasn't insinuating that she was fat or needed to lose weight. He's <laughs> <laughs> just completely oblivious, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, and so Becky's just like, oh, I don't know. Why don't you have a think about it? Something like that. She shouts at him, doesn't she? She's like, rack your brains. That's yeah. the that's phrase. Rack He's got your some great brains. little uh, old school school mom things, hasn't she? That she yeah. said, yeah. <laughs> rack your brains. Think yeah. about your floozy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, she screeches off, doesn't she? She's going to her mum's, and then uh, you just sort of see Andy sort of being confused and looking after that, her, but then he suddenly looks towards the door and the door is very swiftly closing, isn't it? And uh, yeah, he ain't got no He's key. Out. <laughs> bad, bad end to a bad day. Bad end to a very bad day. So, yeah, yeah. that was the end of this week's episode. What do we so think? That was the extenders moment, wasn't it? It was. We've got to see what happens next week now. Do, do, mm, do, do, getting do, very do, tense. Yeah. I think at this point you're thinking, is this a comedy? Because it's <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my heartstrings it here. Starts <laughs> off so calm in a field with some birds tweeting, yeah. and now it's got to this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that, exactly that. So yeah, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if Lance and Andy can recover their friendship. We don't know what's happening with Becky and Andy. We don't know what's happening with Bishop's Place and the gold. It's all up in the air. And on top of that, somebody has been stirring the pot, taking pictures and spying on Andy anyway. So that's all still to be revealed. And I can't wait till next week's episode. Very exciting. So, yeah, Ellie. Very exciting. Thank you for being such a wonderful guest again. And have yourself a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody. Christmas. I hope we all get our uh, detectorist list gear <laughs> from Santa, whatever yeah, that one may be. Yeah. Being good, we've only got two more days left. Two more days. I'm going to have that last mad panic to think, did I get everyone enough? And I'll probably end up dashing off to go and get more stuff I shouldn't spend money on. <laughs> That's the classic, isn't it? But yeah, thank you so much, Ellie. Thank you, Carl. Have a very yeah, Merry well, Christmas. Thank you. And I really look forward to um, chatting to you in the new year. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye for now. Bye.